Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Strong Christian Female Podcast. I'm your host, Charity, and this is a community of women who want to be warriors for Jesus Christ. We are kicking off the desire to be comfortable and embracing a wholehearted abandonment to Him alone. Not through legalism, not through works, but through His grace and mercy. We're going to overcome the lies of this culture and replace them with the eternal truth of God's Word. So. Whether you're a student, a stay-at-home mom, a grandma, an entrepreneur, whether you're new to the walk of Christianity, or a veteran spiritual warrior, you are welcome here. Let's get started. It is all there. It's in the gospel. That is why we don't have to go too far. It's, it's that we, we make it too complicated. Mm. So because we don't have models my, like I have horrible models growing up, mm. so for me it was hard. I needed yeah. to to I needed to know him dramatically because I had no model that I wanted to follow. Really, yeah. I mean, it was all manipulation. It was all it was all control. So looking at father and a mother and thinking that that is God is is the first mistake we made because no, my my heavenly father is not like my earthly father. Yeah. He's totally different. So I have to first take that out of my head to just start grasping what real love is. Yeah. And then when you go with him, with Jesus in the journey, he starts pointing and said, look, that is not love. What you're doing there is manipulating. <laughs> because he's very direct. And he's called, right? me, he, he's called me out on that. <laughs> He has. He and said, he said, what? Mm-mm. And he said, no, look, look what you're doing. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I know you didn't know. Don't, 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 don't be harsh with yourself. But now I'm telling you. So we need to unlearn and relearn. Yeah. And he's so patient. See, that is the beauty about Jesus. He's so, so filled with patience. My, my brother said the other day, you know, following Jesus and coming from where I'm coming from, he said, drugs and alcohol and all kind of things. He said to me, I have never hear him say to me, I told you. Yeah. He always tell me, even when I make a mistake, he will come and said, okay, well, what would we do now? <laughs> isn't that am- isn't that's amazing <laughs> that God... We are quick, well, I can't say all of us, but, but because some of us aren't, we don't condemn ourselves, but, but we are much quicker to condemn ourselves yes. than we are to recognize that Jesus is not condemning us. No, he came to save so, us. Yes, and, and it's, it's astounding to me that we want, some people want to ignore the value of Jesus dying on the cross and the rest of us want to put ourselves on the cross to punish ourselves for our sin. Yes. It's this very strange, almost um, opposing viewpoints of sin. One is, oh, well, Jesus died on the cross for me. I can kind of do whatever I want and whatever. And they, and they disregard the unbelievable value of Christ's death on the cross. They're not humbled by it. They're not um, impressed by it. They're not, they don't understand what he did for them. And so they cast it away. Like it's like, it's wasted. Like it's, they waste it uh, is how I, I guess the easiest way to phrase it. And then the rest of us, we keep, we keep willingly wanting to nail ourselves up there and not forgiving ourselves, Mm -hmm. even though he's already forgiven us. So it's, it's, it's neither places where Jesus wants us to be. And yet I feel like so many of us wrestle with in one of those two places and Jesus isn't wanting us in either place neither places where he is he's like I'm not condemning you nor am I condoning your sin yes you I have died for your sin I want you to leave it behind and set yourself free and live in the freedom I've given you and I think when the Bible talks about on earth as it is in heaven there's a lot you can draw from that very simple phrase that Jesus said on earth as it is in heaven. Yes. But there's freedom in heaven. There's peace in heaven. Yes. There's joy in heaven. Yes. There's no tears in heaven, uh-huh. no pain, no sickness, no death. And I just think one sentence from Jesus' lips can, you can spend the rest of your life trying 
to wrap your mind around it. It's so far above yes. us. And that was one, one sentence. Yes. And it blows my mind. But, and he, and he wants to speak to us those mm. sentences. He wants us to hear him. He said, my sheep know my voice. They hear my voice and they follow me. Mm. I didn't know you could hear Jesus. I didn't know that it was for you. Right? I always hear other people telling me about Jesus. I always, but I never knew that he was so personal that mm. he would talk to me. And I believe many people, when they understand that level of closeness of God to us, no matter where we are, when they can understand that, they will come and talk to him. Mm. And, and I said to people in the street, because I did a lot of street um, um, evangelism, no, but missionary work. I pray for anybody yeah, in any situation. And I asked them, Do you know, may I bless you? And they said, I don't believe in God. I said, don't worry, I do. But do you want me to bless you? Nobody has blessed me in my life. I say, I know that is what I want to bless you. And what is exactly that you would do? I said, I would talk to my heavenly father, because I believe in him, that he can fix his eyes on you so you can receive a revelation of who he is and how much he loves you mm. and a revelation of his son Jesus. I said, if you want me, I will ask him to do that for you. People said, okay. So we come together in the Spirit of God because it's with us, the Holy Spirit, and we pray, and they literally experience. They say, what is that? I said, that is peace, and that comes with the Spirit of God. So that is God. Oh, it feels so quiet, and it feels so... I want to be like this every day. I said, only through Jesus Christ. Yeah. So you, but you can come to him. And I usually, I don't like to manipulate people leading into prayers that they don't want to pray, mm-hmm. right? Or telling them because Grabbing of Grabbing their no, hands and making them pray. I and don't no, do that. No. I learned with the years that it's not the way to no. do it. And it does work for some people, but it doesn't work for other people. I believe people has to come by themselves. Amen. And so I, I always tell people, and they said, what do I do? And I said, just go to your room today at night or before night, kneel down hmm. and tell him, there's a crazy lady I found <laughs> in the street today. And they start laughing. I said, no, no, I'm being serious. And she told me that if I call your name, you would talk to me. So if you're real, show yourself to me. Yeah. And he will. And exactly that happened. And I said, why, why I cannot do it for you? I cannot do it for you because the relationship needs to start by you understanding that you need to meet him. Yeah. And I cannot do that for you. No human being can do that for you. That is a divine moment. It's a moment when you put your pride down, your pain down, your search down, your logic down, your knowledge down, your career down, your anything down, and you say, you know what? I need help. If you're real, I wanna I wanna meet you. That cannot be done by anybody but by yourself. It's a decision that comes from you. Yeah. And so many years I have seen people doing that. And, and we live in the Muslim world for a, for a while, and people it was the same. So some people said, how do you do talk to Muslims? How do you talk to Americans? How do you talk to people in Asia? I said, I said the same. Why I would say something different? Because it's the same. It's the same gospel. Yeah. And, and sometimes we have our conversation, and they said, could you know, uh, learn the language first? And get trained so you can show them a movie. I said, why I would do that? I have the Holy Spirit and I have the gospel. I have the good news. That is all they need to hear. And then they would look for a movie or do something else or learn the language. It's not about how well trained you can get Hmm. to lead people somewhere. It's, It's about how surrendered you can be so God can 
manifest through you and touch that life through the Holy Spirit. You're a catalyst for the Lord. Exactly. And I think we we underestimate the simple gospel, and we also underestimate... It says when we are weak, he is strong. In our weakness of not knowing the words to say or in our weakness of not, you know, knowing the person standing in front of us, if we yield our lives to him and we let the Holy Spirit talk through us, he is strong. He will give us something to say. And even, I I think what's most important too is telling people about Jesus isn't about results, in no. front of our eyes. No. It's about obedience to him, following in the footsteps, which is exactly what the Bible says to do, yielding our lives to him, staying pliable. And it may take years for that person mm-hmm. to understand what it is you told them. But if we obey the Lord and we've done and we have a peace with him, if we're at peace with our God, we can't look to the results in front of our eyes because sometimes there aren't results in front of our eyes. No. In fact, sometimes people get angry yes. because they they themselves may be demonized or even if they're not demonized, someone who claimed to be a Christian could have hurt them, could have just um, lied to them, mm-hmm. or, or they were, you know, people use the phrase here, church hurt. It's a very real thing. I don't want to belittle it, but... Um, we just have to obey Jesus, and if he says to say something to someone or if we're willing to talk to someone because the Bible says to do that, he's going to be with us and give us the words to say. And he will give us the love. Yeah. As I was listening to you, I was asking the Lord, and, and he said, it's all a matter of love. Hmm. If you love the Savior, the rescue you, hmm. and the press, and his spirit come to you, it's, it's just not other result but to be more in love with him and start loving people it's, it's not that you you want to it's just it's natural it become a natural um it, it becomes your new your new um self yeah which that means that you will consent and everything to people no that doesn't mean hmm. that but hmm. it that means that you before you go to them, you already love them. And so that is, is hard. It was hard for me in the beginning because when he sent me to the street to talk to, to completely strangers in, in different countries and, you know, different languages, and I, he said, just go to them. Okay, you need to go with me because I don't know what to say. Yeah. And he said, just love them. I said, I don't have the love that they need. I need you to give me the love. And we have this conversation. I said, Lord, I need you to give me the love. I'm not capable to love them the way they need. And I asked one thing. I said, could you just pour your love through me when you talk to them? Just, I just want to feel it. I just want to wow. feel this bubbling love that is coming from you to them. I will know that it's you because I know I cannot love like that. Hmm. and he started doing it and it was just bubbling it's just i felt all over me and a friend of mine that can she can see by god's grace she said i see like many hearts <laughs> so yeah that is why i feel i feel like i have tons of hearts and i'm bubbling and i know that is not me because you know i, I know myself then when i feel this i said okay you want to talk to somebody and he said, yes, I want to talk to that person. Go and tell this person this phrase. So I get the phrase. I go to the person and I say exactly what he said. And the person, big eyes, said, how do you know that? I said, I don't know. But Jesus told me to come and tell you this because he loves you. Wow. And they start weeping. Because they understand that the, the force that is driven the whole process it's not that they, we have an agenda to evangelize them into a religion. It's to let them know that they are loved. Yeah. And that wow. is in every country, in every culture. It doesn't change. It's, it's not, you don't need to have a, a strategy or the different than go and love them. Even if they reject you, like you said, 
Because your because children reject you, your 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 spouse at times rejects you. But that is the point of the learning because they don't reject you. Yes, true. Right, it's yeah. not about you anymore. Yeah, and it hurts sometimes in the training. You get hurt because you're still thinking that it's about you, mm. and it's not. It's never about you. It's about the person of Jesus Christ, and it's hard to understand that so when you get hit back your emotions because you're human right your emotions get hurt well sure right <laughs> and after you cry and 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 i remember sometimes say lord you told me to go and look what happened and he said will you love them anyway I said, well, I guess so, <laughs> but it hurt. Well, you're very sweet because I would probably be like, ah, not today, I won't, maybe tomorrow, right. I'm not so no, sad. Yeah, we have our days, right? But I think that is, is what has happened. That is what I, when people ask me about Jesus, I'm not afraid to say that I'm in love with him. Hmm. And, and if, even if they don't like me because of that, it doesn't hurt me anymore. It did hurt me in the beginning mm. of the journey. But now it doesn't hurt me anymore. What it gave me is this need to say, Lord, have mercy. If they knew what they're missing. Yeah. If they just could see it. Yeah. So I always learn to do this lately. I just say, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Lord, have mercy on all of us. Just have mercy, Lord. I say, the people laugh. I said, you know, I know he's merciful. So I'm not asking for anything he will not do. It's true. And if we knew how merciful he, I think just being exposed to the level of evil that we're seeing in our, you know, not everyone, but anyone who's traveled to a dark, dark place, yes. whether it's in the United States or um, India and if, or, or India or Nepal or any of those places where yes. they, they base, they unknowingly worship demons yes. and demons reign there. Yes. Um, we see evil. We see how people yes. are treated, how children are treated. Um, but to see it in our own country, I think has, has really startled a lot of Americans and yet, it's such an amazing testament to God's mercy. Yes. It's, it's shocking. Yes. Because he's known this all along. He's like, oh, you're just finding out. This didn't just start yesterday. <laughs> yes. This, yes. Has been, this is what I've withheld my hand from. Yes. This is the mercy. It's like you were saying, Corrie Tim Boom, when she was in the, when the concentration camp. And I, I remember this so vividly from, from her book when she saw the abusers and saw them, how, how, how they relished abusing and how yes. evil they were and how just awful, awful. And she, and she was so disgusted by them. And she said, God, is this the world you came to save? Mm -hmm. And she said the Holy Spirit spoke to her and said, this is exactly yes. the world I came to save. Yes. And what it, what it showed was... There is such evil in this yes. world because we've given ourselves over to the God of this world. And God is holding back his, our rightful punishment because he's so merciful to us. Yes. And, and yet, if I'm being honest, I'm, because I know where I'm going when I die, I feel like some people should get what they deserve on earth. And, and that doesn't, and that, <laughs> then, then God shows me, but you don't love them how I love them. Nope. And, and many of them, unfortunately, have blatantly said they do not want anything to do with God. Yes. But that breaks his heart. It does. And he cried. Mm -hmm. I, I have heard him cry. You know, sometimes I, I'm, I'm one day, not lately, but before, when I was more with more people, now I'm more kind of my, in my house, you know, with few people. New season, right? Mm -hmm. But when I was with many people, sometimes I would be in doing my cooking and I start crying and I say, why am I crying? I just have no reason to cry. And I said, Lord, what is going on? I always talk like that. And Jesus said, no, you're not crying. I'm crying. And I said, yeah, you're, you're sad. You, mm. I can feel it in my spirit. And he said, because they don't want me. And so those are the only times that I have hear him crying. Mm. And I said, oh, Lord, I'm so sorry. 
I know when when you know it, it, I just I just you know I it's, it's a moment of of those moments of when you said I can't believe I'm comforting Jesus that I'm coming to be crazy and the Lord said no it's true and I I one time I asked him could you let me feel how you feel oh it was it was just this this sadness this. It was like the heart was breaking in pieces. And then I understood how much he loved people. I didn't understand before. I'm talking about after my 40-something. Because it, it makes <laughs> because I think we pretend it doesn't affect him. He does. You know, he's not human. and we, I mean, he was human, but he's in heaven now, yeah. right? And, and he probably get off over our emotions like we do but he did have emotions when he was in earth so he can totally understand and he made us in his image and we have emotions so that's yes that's always what i come back to it's like yeah but you made these things but we we let them control us and that's not right so it's but really that is interesting very interesting that you got to that point because i'm in a new season mm-hmm. and i was the person that never showed the emotions, right? Oh. I was the warrior, mm-hmm. right? I was a warrior, and I, I have to do things, and I have to go places with Jesus and all that. And now he had me in a season where he told me not to suppress my emotions. So I have been experiencing emotions so deeply. And I said, is this really? And he said, you have to. I gave it to you. And I have been learning mm. now to process emotions, to name them, and to teach people how to work that because it's part of what God gave us. But we have been taught that if we go into our emotions and not only into our spirit, we are some kind of less um, capable of doing what he said. And mm-hmm. that is not the truth. The truth is that if we don't recognize what we feel and we are incapable to deal with them, later in life, those emotions will, pay it, will make us pay a price because we didn't listen to what God was trying to prompt us. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we need to cry and we need to feel sadness. Sometimes we're so joyful and yeah. we need to laugh. Sometimes we're angry because something is an injustice. Yeah. And so if we don't show ourselves um, the way God created us, he gave us emotions. We didn't, this is not our invention. Humans didn't invent emotions that came with us. Yeah. And so some days I have heard him lately to say, it's okay. Just cry. And I cry. I weep. You know, some days it's like, I'm angry. Mm. And I said, why? <laughs> I, I said, I'm sorry, Lord, but why did you let that happen? Right? We are friends. And friends talk about things. Yeah. And, and it has been opening my eyes to the fact that we learned to repress and express our emotions because we want to be more holy and live only in the spirit. And we do have to live in the spirit Hmm. because if we don't live in the Holy Spirit, we we will um, experience a lot of pain. But at the same time, we are on the earth. And there are people on earth here that need us to understand what they're going through. Yeah. They need Jesus, but their pain is so big, they cannot see beyond their pain. Yeah. Even if I tell them the whole truth of the gospel and I don't have the capability to sit and cry with them, it would do nothing good to them. Hmm. Because that is why Jesus said, you know, you will love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and you will love your neighbor as you love yourself. So when we suppress our own emotions to look more holy and more prepared or, you know, closer to God, we forget that 
we we have a responsibility given to us by God, which is to love people. Yeah. We cannot love people that we don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and there are some people, which is the people that I work with now, this tremendously broken. Tremendously broken. And so I can bring everything in the brokenness is so deep that it doesn't go through. But when the Holy Spirit is with us mm-hmm. and we go and say, I understand. I have been in your place. I was raped too. And I know it hurt. And I know you're trying to deal with what happened. And it doesn't make sense. Hmm. And I know that your daddy shouldn't do that to you. It's true. It's evil. Yeah. I hope it never happened to you. But it did. And I do understand because I went through the same. Yeah. And you will be crying for months. And then you will be angry. And you will scream to heaven for justice. And that is part of the process. Yeah. That is relatable. See, people believe in the God you're bringing because he relates to your pain. Mm -hmm. And without your emotions, you cannot get there. Yeah. You cannot love people that you don't understand. Yeah. Love is not just this saying verses from the Bible (laughs) or making cookies for your neighbor. That is being gentle, being kind. But love sometimes will hurt you. Mm. It will hurt inside of you. Just to be able to love that person and that pain. Mm. And if you're not willing to do that, you will never really understand how the love of God works for people. Because you have to be able to carry on what Christ carried for them if he's asking you to do that. Exactly. Which is if, even if you can't relate to what they've been through. We've all experienced pain. Yes. And if the Holy Spirit lets you cry with them, then you cry with them. Yes. Or if they're angry and they just want to fume and you just listen and not try to make them calm down. Exactly. If you're like, it's okay. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. It's, it's, it's okay to hurt. Yeah. Jesus hurt. Yeah. See, we, we all, we forget that part of him. He, he, he cried. Yeah. And, and always people said, you know, oh, I, I, my mom passed away. And they said, you're celebrating she's in heaven. I said, I'm happy for her, but I'm sad right yeah. here. Yeah. So please don't tell me that I don't have to cry. That I learned with the years, you know, with people with good intention, mm-hmm. with really no mean people. Yeah can come and tell you, you know, it will be okay. I said, you know, the Lord will give you peace. I said, I know that, but it hurt. Yeah. And I can see him. He's right here, and he knows it hurt, and he's not asking me not to hurt. Yeah. He's just telling me, just give it to me, and I will go with you, and we will go through this pain, and we will get over. And it's so fascinating to me, without getting off on a tangent, how some people who are wired to not be as deeply emotional, maybe, or maybe they've never allowed themselves to be emotional, they get angry when people show emotion. Yes. It's fascinating to me. I used to think it was just because they were controlling, but but it may be, and and for some, I think they can't relate to it, and they, it makes them uncomfortable. Yes. Um, but but I've actually seen people get angry because people have been sad or angry. And I'm not talking someone who's out of control, you know, and, and yes. needs some self-control. I'm talking about just normal human emotion, and they'll get upset at them. Almost like when, a, when an adult yells at a child for crying. I've never, under, I've never understood that. Even as a child, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. But it's because we don't want... We don't truly want to sit and live in someone's pain with them. We, it's hard to love someone 
when they're sad. Yeah. Because if you if you love them, it will make you sad that they're sad. Yeah. And we don't wanna we we don't want to really feel what others feel. Exactly. But Jesus does. And he and that is the love of God. See the mm-hmm. the love the that is love. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you will be crying with everybody every day, right? But if you really want to love somebody, you will have to go with them through ups and downs, yeah. good days, bad days. That is why marriage is, does, that is the figure that he chose to explain because, yeah. because you will need to love um, and that love will mean that you will have to cry with somebody. Yeah. So when we said, I love you, I said sometimes, you know, with all the respect, I said, I don't think so. Hmm. You like me. I, you want to pass, pass some time with me. Yeah. But when you talk about love the way God talks about love, that means that you will have to cry with me. Hmm. You will have to be with me when I am sad. And then you will have this big laugh with me when I'm happy. Yeah. And when my family member pass away, you will be sitting with me even when I don't even move. I mean, that is the love that God is talking about. Yeah. And that requires, and com- I, you, you need to get yeah. involved. You need to get involved. There's no love of God without being involved in the, in the situation of people without control or manipulate. Which is so interesting because I think m- many people are much more comfortable doing things. Yes. They're much more comfortable saying, I'm sorry you're sad. I'll go do this thing over here. Yes. And not actually be, lay next to you when you're crying, not yes. not hold your hand when you're sad, yes. not sitting here quietly while you cry yes. and just waiting to see if you need something. I would yes. much rather leave this place because I'm uncomfortable and do something. And again, like you were saying, it's not bad to do something, but you have to be involved. You know, if they say, I need to go lay down, I don't feel good. Okay. I'm going to be here for you when you wake up. And then while they're sleeping, maybe do something. But, but love is, love is messy in that, you know, um, it gets down in the dirt with people and and it loves them. And people know when it's real. Yeah. You know, Christian, not Christian, no any religion, no religion. People know when it's real. Children know when it's real. Oh, absolutely. My, my always when I'm getting out of out of that area, I go to children. I stay with children. I spend time with them because they would be honest with me and they would tell me. Yeah. And so I always said, Lord, and He said, That is what I said. That if you don't become like a child, you will not enter in that kingdom, because uh, you. You, when you're little, that is who you are, right? It's not like too much of pretending or, or performing. It's just, you know, and we lose that. Yeah. You know, and, but he called us back to, and I remember one time somebody said to me, I will not, I said, every day I ask Jesus, what color should I wear today? <laughs> and then he said, blue. Oh, okay. I have my blues, with flowers or without flowers? And he said, with flowers. And I said, okay. And I will go with that. And he, and he said to me, I'm not asking Jesus what I will wear every day. I said, well, that is true. But I do become like a little child, I said, because I know that my Savior knows why those flowers are important. Hmm. And every day, without any mistake, I would go to a place and somebody would say, oh, that blouse with the flowers. I was just praying to see somebody, and he said it would come with a blouse with flowers. Or it would come with a blue jacket. So, see, it's, it's, it's this just being simple and, 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 and surrendered like that, like hmm. a little child. And then you see what he does with that. And it's, and it's not difficult. Yeah, It's easier than you think. And it was it was hard when the pride was up, but oh, when the yes. pride is broken, it became easier. Yes. <laughs> well, <clears throat> and I and I feel like I've said to a few f- folks, mostly my children, there's two ways God can humble you. Uh, well, I, I shouldn't say there's two ways God can humble you. There's two ways you can be humbled. 
willingly or not willingly. But if you really love the Lord and you really want to follow him, he won't, he won't allow you to be prideful. My prayer is that you, you know, to my kids is that you would willingly be humbled Mm. before the Lord and say, show me, show me what's not of you. Show me. And also show me what is of you that maybe I've put aside. I think some of us have been hurt by people not liking our personality, not liking if we are sensitive, not liking if we, whatever people are very strange. They may just not like that. You like purple. I don't know why people get weird, but just say, God, what, what, you made me, you yes. know who I am to be. Yes. Don't let anyone define you, but him. Yes. And he will call you and sharpen you and, 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 and discipline you, but he will also soften you yes. and say, that is me. And you've put it aside. Yes. You're putting a piece of who I made you aside because someone hurt you. Yes. Um, or you think it's childish or you, you know, whatever excuse we give ourselves, And then there are things we've attached to ourselves that we think are a piece of our identity and they're not at all. So I think really he needs to shine through us. But even if he shines a light through all of us, the colors that come out can be different because we're different. And it's good. Yes. It's all good. Yes. But it doesn't mean it's, it's like my, uh, someone in my life had a, a vision and they said, It was like God was shining a light down and then light was coming out. But sometimes the light was purple or green or blue or all of the light or, you know, a prism or, and, and so we have to be careful when we're with our brothers and sisters in Christ to not say, because their light is a different color, it's wrong. We have to say, God, is that of you? Is that how you made them? Because if God says, no, (laughs) I pray for them. We should pray for them. But if God says, yes, then we need to, even if it's not something we're familiar with, or even if for some reason it rubs us the wrong way, we need to say, thank you, God, for making them that way. Cause they're going to attract people to them yes. that I won't. Exactly. And they're going to have their testimony is going to reach people that mine won't. Yeah. He, it's like you said, he doesn't need us, but he wants so desperately to use us. Mm-hmm. And we have to be, it's so humbling that he would because yes. he doesn't need us. Yes. I mean, it sounds terrible to say, but he didn't need <laughs> to make us. He wanted it to. He but wanted companionship. He ached for love. He he just, the only thing he wants from us is just to love him. Mm. And so sometimes we have been trained that he wants this and wants that. And now he just wants love back. It's, it's all he wants. And, and even imperfect love or even a love that it, is ignorant about many things. It doesn't matter. It's, he just wants us to go wholehearted to him every day, every single day of our life, and just surrender and just abandon ourselves to him. It's just all that is all he needs. He doesn't need anything else from us. And so when we understand that that is all, we we have these moments. It's just silence. Hmm. You know, it's like I sometimes we laugh with my brother, all not my older brother by blood, but also now my brother with Jesus, and and we laugh because we go through the process and we talk, and he said, you know, he he doesn't allow me to pray like I, I used to do, and I said, you're funny because I'm in the same place. I just be there and be quiet, and I say nothing. And I just be there and just be in his presence and then wake up and go do, do something. In other days, I would just be in my knees in the middle of the night talking to him for hours. I mean, it's all the pain of, like you said, it's, it's about him. It's about what he wants. It's about what he needs. And and I believe that when we start thinking like that by the Holy Spirit is when we start learning how to love him back. Hmm. It's not about what he would do. Hmm. It's about just being with him. And, and it doesn't matter if you read the Bible all day or you read it one little piece in the morning and that is for the whole day, like your mana, right? Or one day you forgot to read the Bible because you with the kids and you were worshiping him in, in another way. 
he doesn't even care about that. Because then the next day you read what you didn't read and he give you what you need for that day. We, but we are so caught up in all this structure that this is the way you love Jesus. You read your Bible and you pray. And I said, yes, that is a, a way to love Jesus. Because you want to know more about him and the word and you want to talk to him, right? But there are other ways. Silence is a way to love Jesus. Mm -hmm. Being still is another big way to love him. Because yeah. it's like, nothing on me, all of you. And just be still. And he just loved those moments of just being still and do nothing for him. But we were taught the opposite. Yeah. You're better Christian if you do more things. And he said, no. You're my disciple. You're my friend. So let's just spend time together in silence. Hmm. And then he talked. And when he talked, oh, <laughs> I just got this clip. When he talked, it's like, oh my God. You know, and you just want to listen. Hmm. You don't want to say anything. What can you say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That he doesn't know. It's just that it's his voice. It's his voice. It's, it's that his love and his presence. It's, I don't know. It's just so hard to explain. And those are the best moments of your life. And then you go back to life and driving the kids to the soccer, <laughs> right? Do all that stuff. <clears throat> but he never goes. He's just always there. And, and when you are upset because the trash can was not taken up, he's there with you. When, when something is hurting in your husband, you don't know what to do and you need to run to the hospital, he's going with you. And you are crying because you don't understand. He's right there. It's, it's, he doesn't move. He's always there. Always, and the crying, and the deep pain, and the sharp doubts, and then in the moments where you almost reach heaven and see the heavens open, he never moves. He never goes away. That is the kind of love we're talking about. Wow. Well, I, I'm looking at our time, and I'm just like, we could just keep. When you talk about the Lord, you could talk all day if you love him. It's like, it's like when you first start dating someone and you're smitten with them. It's like, blah, 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 blah. right? <laughs> and I love talking. I just love talking about the Lord because it's just it's such a reminder of how sweet He is, and how um, just we can't wrap our heads around the love of the Lord. It's just it's too it's too hard. And it's okay. It's okay because that is the point, that you are submerged in his love. And even if you never learn how to love, and I said that to many people when they come and said, I don't know how to love. I said, it's okay. He knows how to love you. And by just being with him, naturally you will start learning how to love the way he loves. So it's, it's, it's okay not to understand it. It's okay not to be able to comprehend. It is okay not to hear him some, so clearly sometimes. All that is okay with him. It's maybe not okay with other people, but it's always okay with him. With his, and that is why he is unconditional. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, because we <laughs> don't... It, I mean, there's we're... we're so limited in, in even the vocabulary of how to yes, explain it to him. Yes. But bef before we're done, and I know we'll talk again, can you just pray for the people listening? Because there's probably people that, as they've been listening, have wondered, either they can relate and say, maybe they're afraid of, lo of that love. I mean, because love is vulnerable. Oh, yes. And, and they've protected themselves 
and they've guarded their heart. Even even if they know who Jesus is, even if they say, no, I know he's my savior. Yeah. But I am afraid to step into being in love with him yeah. because it, my heart is so guarded. But I, I want that, yes. but I'm scared of it. Yeah. Even though there's perfect love casts out all fear. Yes. So that fear isn't from the Lord, and we, you and I know that. But I just want to pray for the people that either can't, they, they, they miss it, or <clears throat> they feel like maybe they, they really miss their Jesus, and they, and they want to come back to him, or they don't really know what we're talking about. They, yes. they are from a religious exactly. place, and they're like, I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. And maybe they even doubt it, to be mm -hmm. honest, if yeah. I'm being real. Or, it's okay. Or they know what we're saying is true, and even maybe the Holy Spirit's been working on their heart, but they're afraid. And we know, again, I know that's not the Lord, but they're just, something's holding them back. Let's put it that way. There's yeah. something holding them back. Yeah. I just want you to pray for them. Um, and just, I don't know what the Lord will, will lead you to pray, but um, just for those that are, they they need the strength to take the risk to to really fall in love with Jesus the way you've been talking about today. It's okay. Um, I, I don't know where you are. Probably you know, will be different people listening and women and men. I don't know. But I do know that that fear will go away hmm. in the moment that you abandoned yourself. And it is okay. It's okay to be in a place where it hurt. It's okay to be in a place where there is no answer. Well, they are questioning, there are doubts. That is not a bad place to be because then you will come to him. I mean, some of you I know have looked in different places and are aching for this true love. You are aching for true relationship with, with Jesus Christ. And some of you don't even know about Jesus. doesn't matter where you are. I can tell you that if you go, with humility in your knees or if you don't want to go into your knees just there wherever you are standing out in the middle of nature or in the middle of a jail cell or in your house or in your car whatever you are just tell him that Jesus I want to know you I want to know you the real one I don't, I'm not interested in religion. I'm interested in a relationship with you. People said this about you. This lady was talking about, you know, her experience. But I, wanna, I want to know you. If you're real, please show me that you're real. And he will come. And he will come in different ways for different people. So I then. In this moment, in the name of Jesus, the only name I know that can answer to all those aching of love that we have inside. In the name of Jesus, Father, I come to you. You are the creator of the heaven and the earth, and you created everything. And I ask you, Father, that in your mercy, you will fix your eyes upon the people that are listening now and you will reveal yourself to them and you will reveal yourself in your love in your mercy in your justice in your truth there are people that are aching for real love they have never some people never have really have real love in their life they only know manipulation and control and twisted things and perverted things. But you are the source of all love. And we ask you, Lord, that you can show that love to them. I ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you send angels to minister to people, whatever they are. Sometimes they are people hurting because... Things happen to them that they didn't, they didn't want them to happen. They are broken, abandoned. They have been used. They have been trafficked. They have been slaved. Um, 
there are so many things that humans can do to other humans, Lord. And I ask you, Lord, that in Jesus' name, you will release them from those moments of captivity. You will release them from that pain. You will release them for wrong thinking about themselves. Thoughts about taking their life. Lord, release them, please. And send your love. They cover multitude of sins and wrongdoings. So they can turn their heart to you. And seek you with everything they have inside. Lord, release the shackles, the chains the people carry. Lord, please take them out of captivity in their minds and their soul and their memories and their bodies, Lord. Break addictions, Lord. Break um, all kind of perversion of the mind, thoughts that are so twisted. There are people, Lord, they are aching to be free. And there's no other freedom but in the name of Jesus. Father, have mercy. As you have mercy on me, as you love me in my brokenness, as you are restoring my life and having this journey of love with me and mercy and justice, I ask you, Lord, please, have mercy. Have mercy, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank you so much. I just I just want to reiterate if you're listening, if you have questions about what it means to to love unconditionally or what what Jesus laid down, read the gospels again. Read Matthew and Mark and Luke and John and just just see what Jesus did, how he loved uh, people and and how he had such patience with people. And he, he was a man to call out truth, but he still loved those that sinned. Um, and and if, if you do have questions, we hope that you will write to us. And if you have something specific for uh, Juanita, a question, I will pass that on to her. And we just love that you were listening today. And we just pray that you go feeling cherished and loved and made to be unique in this world the way that God created you to be. Until next time.